It's big announcement time. Drum roll, please. We are going on tour. Just, 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 yeah. Northern News, live around the north. Of course it's around the north. We're not doing any southern dates on this tour. No way. We are going to the big ones, our big ones in the north. We're going Sheffield. 23rd of June. We're going Hull. 26th of June. We're going Leeds. 27th of June. And we're rounding it off in Manchester. On the 28th of June. What a week. Oh, my God. I, we've done some live shows yeah. in Edinburgh and London. And we love them so much. They are so much fun. We do little fun headlines. There's slides, there's visuals. Oh, it's brilliant. We can't wait to do it and we can't wait to see you there. We'll see you in person. You'll see us in person. You'll see our faces. You'll <laughs> see whatever attempt at merch I've cobbled together in a shed. <laughs> so get your tickets now for the Northern News live tour at plosive.co.uk. That is P-L-O-S. I-V-E-C-O.uk. We're going to get chunked out of our beans. Let's do it. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous to your contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to Northern News, a podcast with me, Amy Gledhill. And me, Ian Smith. I come from the northern town of Ghoul. And you might be able to tell from my accent, I come from Hull. And to our shame, we have been living in London now for ages. Too long, and we want to catch up with all the news that's been going on up north. This is Northern Northern News. Hello and welcome to Northern News. I'm Amy Gledhill, and with me, as ever, is... Ian Smith. It's Ian Smith. Stop saying it's not, because it is. You can be at home fucking saying whatever you want. But I'm Ian Smith and there's no real taken away from that. You can't take it away from me. You can't take it away from him. Ian, what have you been up to this week? I did. Well, at the time of recording, I recently did a sort of little corporate Christmas party gig. A fucking arsehole. <laughs> I'm never going to do your Christmas party again. Never doing your Christmas party again. And if my agent asked me um, to do your Christmas party... I might say yes and I might take the money, but the whole time I'm talking to you, I'm thinking you're fucking arseholes. Oh, that's, my, really? that's my story. There was a guy on guitar singing to no one. No one was, like, listening. And eventually I asked this guy, like, um, where Barbara was, who was, like, the boss, and he was like, why do you want her? So like, oh, I just wanted to ask a few questions about how this is going to work. And he was like, I'll tell you how it's going to work. He's going to fuck off. Like, pointing to the singer. He's going to fuck off. You're going to go on and do 30 minutes. Be funny. You're going to fuck off. He's going to come on and do 30 minutes, be funny. He's going to fuck off. If you want to stick around, you can. If you don't, you can leave. You can fuck off. Like, But in that sort of way, and I was like, oh, Jesus Christ. It was just awful. Oh, dear. I'm sorry you've had to do that. No, it's okay. And I didn't even like the Volivants because they all had mayo on or something. Oh, I don't like mayonnaise. Ian, this is dreadful. Do you like mayonnaise? 
I don't mind a bit of mayonnaise. I wouldn't have it just on a volivant. Yeah. You got any of them mayo volivants? <laughs> I don't think. <laughs> like a little bit of pastry and a dollop of mayonnaise. Are you sure you weren't? Are you sure it was a volivant and not one of them little paper cups that you put the ketchup in at McDonald's? Oh, Are you eating them again? I've eaten a condiment Ian, dish. Ian. I've done it again. What have you done? <laughs> yeah. No. Fair enough. <laughs> I just don't. What is mayo? So it's, it's eggs and oil. Yeah. Is it like egg yolk and oil? Don't think, never think about what mayo is. Rule one. Oh, really? Never, ever think about what any food know that is. Was the rule. Because it's all gross. <laughs> any food. Don't think about Bread. anything. No, don't think about, don't think of who's touched it, where it's been, where it's come from, how far it's travelled. Ugh! It's minging. <laughs> Why, wow, you've really given food a good scene to there. <laughs> food, all food. All food. Food is. Yeah. Simultaneously, the best and only joy in my life, and the worst yeah. thing I've ever. If you're listening to about. this, having your lunch, munching on a little sandwich, oh, you're disgusting. You're disgusting. How can you do that? You disgust me. <laughs> oh, should I say what I've been up to? Yes, please. I've been on Instagram. I've been reading the comments, and I don't usually read the comments. Oh, on your photos or on other people? On other people's. Mm. So what? I am very susceptible to buying things advertised to me and on instagram i basically buy one in three things that pops up and they're all always always awful or i'll buy like skincare or makeup right but i started reading the comments and it sort of changed my life because one of them i was just about to buy this product it was a bit of um, a makeup thing it was it made your pores on your face smaller right and i was watching i was watching the video well i don't (laughs) I suppose you need pause for a reason, but I want mine gone. I've been told that they're bad. Get get rid of them. I don't want any pause. Will not be seen in public with pause. Yeah. Any longer. No, fair enough, actually. No way. Yeah. I'm not going to be embarrassed by these pause. If you're just want to say, if you're a woman on your lunch break eating food <laughs> with pause, you disgust me. The you're paws all dripping in your food. You oh, don't know where that's been. You're embarrassing. <sighs> um, I was watching this video and this woman was putting this like clear balm, I would say, on her cheek and all her pores were disappearing. And I was like, oh my God, that's absolutely brilliant. I'm going to get that. I'm going to get that. Clicked on the comments. The first comment just said, why lie? And I was like, hang on. Hang about. <laughs> what? Detective. <laughs> Why are you like? Hang on a minute. Hold, hold on. Hang about. <laughs> hold on just one second, please. Read some more comments. This is clearly video editing. And I was like, they wouldn't. Are they allowed to is do it the that? the one where they put like the balm on your skin and then loads of black stuff comes out? No, but I've seen then that. Wipe, uh, I've yeah, nearly yeah. bought that as well. Apparently that's not real. Yeah, that, look, that looks like CGI. Yes, well, I am... Easily. <laughs> I'm like a kid watching a magician. That's how I look at Instagram. I'm like, yeah. wow, all this is completely real. I tell you what I did buy off Instagram. Um, oh, <laughs> Literally, why am I obsessed with pores at the minute? It cleans out your pores. It's like a sucker. Oh, yeah, I've seen them. Oh, oh. they look brutal. Well, I had a go with it and I was putting this thing around my face. <sighs> It's like suction thing, and it, but it really, it really sucks your skin. Like it's quite not painful, but it like really sucks your skin. Yeah. But I wasn't doing it in a mirror; I was just doing it sort of all over. Mm. And then I stopped, and they've sort of gone down now. But I've had to put makeup on. I basically had given myself like twenty tiny love bites on my face, oh. <laughs> and I took, I took a picture 
and said it to my boyfriend and I was just like, oh no, <laughs> do you think these are going to go? And he was like, no, you've bruised your face quite a lot there. And I was like, oh no. And if I Instagram. was him, I'd be like, people are going to think that's me. <laughs> people are going to think I've been With his tiny, tiny mouth. little like, <laughs> just giving a really like small, like on your nose. Like, <laughs> that's what he's into. Like kissing him. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So read the comments. Do your own research. Yeah. Is what. I, is if what someone else says this is a lie, maybe yeah. think to yourself, like Poirot would. Hang about. What's going on here? Hang on a minute. Hold on. Why lie? <laughs> that has changed my life. Whoever posted that, that has changed my actual life. Oh nah. But what's the northern news? Oh, I want to tell you this one. It's controversial. Oh. I was looking at the map. I'm going to get map of England up again. And we'd sort of said that um, the north is maybe like above Worksop or some shit yeah. like that. I can't remember what we said to hold me on my word. <laughs> but i tell you what I didn't think when I'm thinking about the north and the south. Yeah. Islands. Oh. I'm talking about the Isle of Man. The Isle of Man is above Manchester. It's close to Northern Ireland. You don't get that, Northern <laughs> Ireland. That's ours. It's above Manchester. It's, can I, do I dare say, parallel to Bowness on Windermere? Dare you? I think so. I think you've done it. And I'm thinking to myself, Isle of Man is fair game. Right. I'm not disagreeing with you. So I want to talk about this man, Romeo, but I think they're using this as a term to mean romantic fella. <laughs> Romeo, who jet-skied to see his girlfriend on Isle of Man, barred from the country. This is during COVID times. Sorry to bring that up again. Uh, so this is during COVID times, 2020. A lovesick dad broke COVID restrictions by jet-skiing from Scotland to the Isle of Man to see his girlfriend, and he's been refused re-entry into the country. He's banned from what? the Isle of Man. What? He was too desperate some, for, for some hanky-panky. <laughs> So he's loaded up the petrol in his jet ski with enough to get from Scotland to the Isle of Man. That's like a dangerous journey, surely. Oh, yeah. The self-employed roofer had never driven a jet ski before. Oh, Your my God. Your first journey. Oh, wow. wow. Scotland to Isle of Man, first journey. It's not even like he was thinking, i got to do it on jet ski. I love this woman, i got to see her. I'll get down the local river. <laughs> I'll have a little bez about my jet ski. Yeah. Yeah. Just to make sure I know roughly how yeah. to use it. Yeah. He's put a backpack on. He doesn't know how much this petrol's going to last. And he's just gone. Like, I reckon it's that, that way. Is yeah. that way I reckon. I can't see it. I'm just gone. <laughs> oh my God. Condom on. Armbands on. Condom Off on. Ready to go. <laughs> All right, he had expected the trip to take 40 minutes, but due to bad weather, it took him four and a half hours. <gasps> There was just 10 minutes of fuel left in the tank when oh, he arrived. Gosh. I didn't think a jet ski could go for four and a half hours, but we're forgetting this 10 minutes of fuel. Four hours, 40 minutes in a jet ski. The day after I passed my driving test, not the day after, but my first drive in my car was from Hull to Clanethley. Oh, yeah. In the south of Wales. It's long. It was so long. First time after you passed your test. Yep. Well, no, the first... So I passed my test that day. I drove eight minutes to my Auntie Sandra's house. Oh, but yeah. I panicked and I went onto a building site. Mm. <laughs> and everyone was, like, waving me off. And I was like, I don't know how to turn it around. <laughs> Is there another <laughs> exit, please? <laughs> it was 
chaos. But the second, the pro- first proper, proper drive I did, I was too scared to go on the motorway. So I thought, I know what I'll do. I'll game the system and I'll just do A roads and B uh, roads, yeah, which are terrifying. The motorway is the nicest, easiest place to drive, but you don't know that as a learner. B roads, it was raining. I was on these wiggly waggly roads yeah, on cliffs yeah. around Wales and I just screamed the entire time and it was meant to take five hours and it took something like nine. It was, And then I arrived and oh. I had to go straight on stage and compare and I think I was still like shaking and then I had to drive back because I thought, I thought driving, you know, when people were like, oh, it's a long drive, you'll be tired and I was thinking, you sat down. How tiring can it be, you wimps? And it's real tiring. And you're alert. I, you're alert. This is what I thought. I've been in a car journey home from Darlington with a friend of mine, and he's driving me back, and I'd say a half an hour into Darlington to London, which yeah. is a good four hours. Five, yeah. Maybe, like, more. And I could see him just, like, starting to nod off, and I was like, fuck, we've got so <laughs> long to go. How are you tired now? We've just done a gig. <gasps> Even the adrenaline, you oh, just God. come off stage. And he's like... Uh, and like, so we had the windows down. Yeah, yeah. Then we had music blaring. Yeah. If he wasn't talking, I was like, tell me about this. Tell me, like, I'm asking yeah. him, like, yeah. questions. Like Parkinson on, like, Coke, where I'm just like, <laughs> and what about this in your life? Who was your favourite memory from this? <laughs> and if we weren't doing that, we were singing along time you. So he's, like, God. barely awake, just going, I'll try to discover... <laughs> Something to make you, <laughs> and like eventually we got into London. We got pulled over by the police because the police thought he was suspicious because he was driving so slowly. Because he was at his wheel, just like doing ten mile an hour. Like, ah, I'm gonna stay awake. And the police pulled him over, and he was just said to them like, "I'm just so tired. We've had a really long drive." And they immediately were like. We can see you're not drunk. We're concerned about this. Yes. You're yeah. driving like a, a sort of overly cautious <laughs> grandma or something. He's like, <laughs> like, I tried to discover. I was just like looking at the police, like, give me a lift home. Oh, we're so close now. Okay, That's put the so Ninos on and get us home. Like windows open, like jungle music blaring out, but yeah. driving at like eight miles an hour. Yeah. <laughs> really close. Usually, nose really close to the steering wheel. When someone's got that music on, they're speeding. Yeah. We're just like crawling along. <laughs> so what do you think about someone did that for you would you be like don't do that what the fuck yeah are you like oh my god what a what no. a brave beautiful you like i'd be furious one you've broken the covid rules yeah two you've done something so dangerous and ridiculous that you actually might have died and like ruined all your family's lives forever for a, what a shag mm. have a wank I think I'd just say, have a wagon, send him home. But, I mean, they look they look smitten. I don't know if they're still together now. I understand the gesture's really nice. A boy once, uh, when I was doing my A-levels, I'd left a textbook at his house and he uh, biked from one side of Hull to the other side of Hull in the night, so I had it in the morning. Oh, that is nice. And that was like, well, that's a nice thing that's anyone's ever done. Mm. But he wasn't on a jet ski putting people's lives at risk. Yeah. So, so he didn't care yeah. about you that much. He didn't care about me that much, but he popped on his bike, dropped off my textbook, popped back home, had a little wank. Everyone was happy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the moral of the story. If you're thinking of travelling any distance to see anyone, have yourself a little wank and then... Then reassess. Yeah. Give yeah. yourself half an hour and then think to yourself, are you still bothered? <laughs> Is all you wanted, a little bit of sexual release? Yeah. FaceTime. 
Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like, there's other ways these days. Zoom. <laughs> oh, yeah. You got 40 minutes. That's my gravy, you daft sod. What have you found that's happened in, in the north? I'm taking you to exotic Scarborough. Ooh. Yeah. I can feel the sea breeze in my air, the dog shit under my feet. <laughs> Mm-mm-mm, on your bare feet. So this is, so it's Scarborough, but it's also transatlantic. Oh. Yeah. A customer in America has bought something from a shop in Scarborough mm-hmm. and is apoplectic. Is that a word? Apoplectic. <laughs> yeah, he's angry, Ian. He's yeah. mad. Yeah. He's real mad. Oh, can I, how can I describe this madness? He's mad. Blah, 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 he's blah. mad and bewildered. Oh, he's bewildered he's as well. He's bewildered as well. But... Hear me out. So the headline is Scarborough Joke and Magic Shop. Bewildered. Oh, no, he's not bewildered. The shop's bewildered. I take all of that back. He's apoplectic. And <laughs> the shop itself is bewildered. So Scarborough Joke and Magic Shop, bewildered by customer complaint. Okay. There's a joke shop. Mm-hmm. And it couldn't be more of a joke shop if it tried. It <laughs> says joke all around the shop. It says joke shop everywhere. They don't even have a serious I'm going to show you the picture in. You see? The joke shop. Oh, yeah, it's just joke shop. The joke shop. It just says joke shop. Wacky colours. It's wacky. It says joke shop. The joke shop, right? A customer in America has bought what is a joke but didn't get the joke, basically. So what he's bought is a a magic moneymaker. I can see why I'd be intrigued. Yeah. You'd probably have two of them. It was on Instagram. If so this was on Instagram, I would have bought a lot. I would have bought lie? a lot. Why lie? Why lie? Hang on a minute. So £4.99 pence this yeah. cost. And he's bought a magic moneymaker from the joke shop for £4.99 pence, uh, which claims to magically change paper into money. Oh. If I may, I'm going to read a bit of his review, mm-hmm. what he left on Trustpilot. Yeah. It was a one-star it was a one-star review. Oh, really? So that's bad. I think he would have left zero stars if he could. Yeah. I want you to know it's all in capital letters. <laughs> <laughs> From the very top to the very bottom. This item is not as described. That's the title of it. Yeah. This item is an outright joke. I mean, it's from a joke shop. <laughs> I purchased it under the impression that it would work as advertised in their YouTube video. See, he's been conned as well. Yeah, poor fella. But it does not do anything to copy money. It's a complete waste of time. All the reviews that said they received the item and paid their rent and bills are lies. They did not pay any bills. This item is nothing but a toy for children. I do not recommend this item unless you do have children because it is not as advertised. I lost $55 purchasing five of these money makers and went to the post office to return the items and it would cost me $60 to return it back to the UK. So I took the loss and decided to leave this review to let others know that it is not legitimate, it is not real, it is fake and it will do nothing but roll your money around the back cylinders and that's it. You will not be making money. <laughs> All it does is roll your money around back cylinders. <laughs> Such a pathetic thing to observe. As if you're going to buy a money maker for four ninety nine. Also, the fact he got five. Like, I think um, he's quit his job. I think he's like, 
I get five of these money makers. We'll get all the family round one. We'll just be yeah. printing money day I, and night, day and night, two, day and like night. Doing the yeah. things like that. <laughs> Mum's got to be like, come on, faster, we'll be millionaires. <laughs> the end of the day. Trying to get his foot on one or something. Come on! I thought that maybe what a magic money maker would be is that you put a bit of paper in. Yeah. And maybe there's like, maybe put ink in it and it yeah. prints a little like five pound thing. Yeah. But is it not even doing that? No, it doesn't look like it. It looks like you put a, put a bit of money in and then you roll it and it and it hides it. And then when you roll it again, it comes out. So it's like you can say to people, like, look at this. I'm making money here. There you yeah. go. Yeah. It's I just... feel for him he's been conned by the YouTube advert. Mm. I think it will be like um, tongue-in-cheek. In the YouTube video, people were saying that they've paid their bills with it. So the, the joke shop replied to the review and just said, you bought a magic prop from a joke and magic shop. The thing you thought you were buying does not exist and would be completely illegal if it did exist. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. The, the comments have now been turned off on the YouTube video because it's clear they've gone like, ah, oh, Vicky, you know, we can't deal with this again. Making money, yeah. Come on, I'm making money, yeah. Rolling my notes in. Making money, yeah. I can't wait for the album that accompanies this podcast to come out. Making money, yeah. <laughs> But also, it's from a joke shop, and you can you can basically see that the white paper will go in and be stored. It, mm, you know, yeah. it's a trick, Ian. It's a trick. I get that now. It's only going around the bank cylinders, and I get that. <laughs> but it happens to the best of us. We've all been there, mate. We've all been there. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Podcasts. So we're joined by Stevie Martin, who's from Cheshire, which is famous for the production of cheese, salt and silk. Ooh. Oh, what that's a great three, night. That's a meal, that. Cheese of silk. <laughs> <laughs> Salty cheese silk. Salty mm. cheese silk. Does that take you back, Stevie? It really does. <laughs> it ranges me with the silk scarves and my baby bells. Oh. Um, although the big thing I remember is it to do with salt. So actually oh, really? you've smashed it. Yeah. Okay. Really? Oh. Is salt that big in Cheshire? You have no idea. 
Oh my God. <laughs> wow. I also, as well, when you say Cheshire, it makes me sound like very posh, but I am from a, a sort of, there's a, there, there are a few shitholes if that's if that helps orientate anybody as to where I'm from. Okay. There's three, <laughs> and I'm from one of them. So. Oh. Okay, okay. Do you go back up to Cheshire often or you out of that shithole for good? I'm not sure. <laughs> I go back to the shithole maybe like three, four times a year. My, my parents are still shitholing there. Yeah, um, nice. And, uh, and it's sort of a nice distance between sort of, you've got Liverpool quite close. You've also got Manchester quite close. Yeah. And so, you know, you've got, does the Arndale Centre still exist? I don't know. 100%. But it did. Yeah. What's your feelings about uh, the North in general, Stevie? I have incredibly warm feelings about it because, and also incredibly defensive feelings about yes. it because yes. I lost my accent quite um, violently Ooh. when I oh. went to I went to Durham. Regardless of accent, I do. Yeah, I have such a like a, a fondness for it without wanting to live there. If that's helpful, we get it. What's your big memory or story from the north that you could share with us? So. When I was growing up, one of the nearest sort of main, I lived in a very small town and uh, the nearest exciting place and people would travel from quite a long way to do is you'd go to the Salt Museum in uh, in Northwich. <laughs> yeah. Salt oh Museum. God. So there's two things that I, I really remember about the Salt Museum. It was that, A, you'd go there, there was you'd walk in and there was a massive, huge lump of salt <laughs> that the woman would go, don't lick it. And then every single child would just lick it. So I, <laughs> Imagine that being your job. Oh, God. The, what do you do for a living? Oh, I just warn people not to lick the salt and no one listens. How big a, how big a salt block? Yeah, how big we're talking? Right, massive. So I was about 5'10 when I was six, So and I thought it was big. <laughs> wow, yeah, okay. It was huge. Wow. Enough that, like, basically the, we'd all gather around it, the woman would go, don't lick, and then everybody would be able to lick at the same time. <laughs> That was num- number one. And then the second thing, which is so odd, is the the town and sort of surrounding towns and various towns around Northwich, but Northwich especially, the big pulling point of it was, was that it was built in a salt mine that you can't go down because it's unstable. And throughout the 90s, and I only know this because in Tesco in Northwich, when you go around Tesco in Northwich, I don't know if they, they, they've still got it, they've got these huge, the w- entire wall is made up of a mural of photos of houses disappearing into the salt mine. <laughs> So there was this whole thing of like, at any point, your house could just disappear into this salt mine oh that is underneath God. the salt museum with the big block of salt. So that was like oh a my fear God. I had wow. a lot growing up. So now yeah. is there like an underground community? There's like a little terrace street. The salt people. The salt people of Cheshire. Wow. How long did the museum take to go around? It can't just be like one room like what's the evolution of salt like what what is there to say about salt you've put a lot of pressure on stevie with that question what is the evolution of salt you were six (laughs) do you remember the evolution of salt so the things i do remember are you were in and out by lunchtime and it did take half an hour to get there so okay it's very quick quick the museum itself sort of just looked like a big house (laughs) 
did you just go around to a woman's house who made children lick salt? <laughs> it's not out the realms of possibility because there's nearby there's um, a cuckoo clock museum that I went with my mom and I don't remember it very well but my, I do remember I was having to leave my mom going he was a weird man <laughs> oh and my it was God. it was just his house oh no I think the salt block is drugs do you and they say don't lick the salt block knowing all the kids will lick the salt block. Then the kids, they can't remember what's happened for the last hour. And then they can just be like, we've got a fantastic salt museum. But really, all they've got is a block of drugs. I think there's not a lot to do in the sort of town. So I think it just knocks out an afternoon for for like A. Mm. But B, what's really disturbing about that is even though that's obviously a joke... It, it does feel like that is a possibility because I honestly cannot tell you anything else about the museum. And when I've gone back and I've looked and like, I've got all my old school books and stuff, there's all the, we went to the salt museum and it's just a picture of the big block of salt. There's nothing else. <laughs> oh my God. I want to go. It's still going. It's still there. Is it? I've, 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 I've driven past it. Yeah. So oh it, it's still just, there. These, um, I'm on the website now. There's a there's an exhibition about brine at the minute. <laughs> that does check out. Yeah, it looks fantastic. Wow. Well, that I mean, that was incredible and sort of disturbing in mm. quite a lot of ways, if I'm honest. I feel quite sad now. Oh. That's how we want I'm our guests to feel, though. I think yeah. really, if you're not coming out away from a podcast sad, feeling have, have a you little done a podcast? Bit worried about your childhood experiences. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then on your way. Thank you. Have a lovely day. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was brilliant, Stevie. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for joining us and sharing your salty tales. Thank you for having me. And I'm going to go and um, just start therapy. Yeah, just like ring your mum. Just have a good chat. My salty mum. Just ring yeah. your salty mum who lives underground. <laughs> <laughs> Say you've got some big questions. <laughs> thank you so much, guys. What an absolute pleasure. Ian, what's going on in ghoul? So, I'm not going to name names, but what do you think has happened? Man wields samurai sword after snapping, after parking chaos. Man wields samurai sword after snapping, after being accused of stealing neighbour's dog. Man wields samurai sword after snapping, after machine swallows bank card. Mm. Three things that can happen. Um, What really gets people's goat? I don't think it's the bank card, because who are you going to be mad at? The machine. You won't get the samurai sword out. I'm going to go for the dog. This is the first one you got ah! wrong! You got it wrong. It, it's um, parking chaos. There's oh. been a bit of parking chaos. Also, another story that I've seen is about a man getting an axe and taking it to a bank machine because it's for his bank card. Oh, people, wow. people hate it. ATMs. The only time I think I've thrown up in public, I threw up on an ATM. <laughs> I, um, <laughs> I've thrown up on an ATM. You have? Yeah. Really? Yeah. When did you throw up on an ATM? I got sunstroke when I was revising for my some exam in uni and I was revising outside and I got sunstroke and then I went to the cinema to watch, you know, The Room? Oh, yeah, yeah. I went to like a midnight screening of The Room. I'd had one drink before we got in and I sat down in the cinema and then I was like, oh, I don't feel very well. I'm just going to the toilet. And I went to the toilet in Hyde Park Picture House in Leeds. And then I don't remember what happened, but I missed the whole 
film. Oh, wow. And the staff. What, unconscious or something? Yeah, it must have been. <sighs> so I'd gone and I'd been sick on myself. And then the, the staff of the cinema had to call the police because the cinema had closed and I was still in there. Um, and the police had to come and they were going, what have you taken? I was going, I know it looks like I've taken some. I just got sunscreen. I'm very pale. I'm very pale. I'm ginger. I am so ginger. And I was like, no, you've got to tell us what you've taken. It's very important. I was like, no, sunstroke. I didn't wear a hat. I'm ginger. <laughs> I'm like, right, where do you live? And I lived in York at the time and I was in Leeds. So they're like, well, we have to get you home. Do you have money for the train? And I was like, I think I do. Two police officers took me to the ATM and I put my money in and then I was just sick all over the ATM. And there was people behind me and I was about to turn around. I'm like, I'm so sorry, I got too hot. I got hot for like six hours. I'm not even drunk. I'm sorry about this. There's no way they would have believed <laughs> they you. Didn't, of course they didn't believe me. Why would they? But i that was the genuine truth. Yeah. Awful. So that's... That's my sickness. <laughs> so this guy, a fed-up resident who was at the end of his tether, which all for me feels too mild for wielding a samurai sword. Oof. Oh, fed up. <laughs> all right, fed up me. Tell you what, I'm at the end of my tether, me. Yeah. Pass me that samurai sword. I'm in a real mood today. <laughs> real mardy. About some serious pang problems in his street, he finally snapped. This guy should have snapped ages ago, is what they're saying. Yeah. He finally snapped yeah. and wielded a fearsome samurai sword in sheer frustration it's like he rode the article <laughs> a fed up resident who was at the end of his tether about some very serious parking problems in his street eventually snapped and wielded a pretty good fucking samurai sword a fearsome samurai sword in sheer frustration but he blamed his mother yeah he's written like we've all been there it just got to him and his samurai sword's amazing <laughs> bloody hell it's so cool but he, yeah he said um Simmering bad feelings suddenly came to a head after the mechanic took offence at an online complaint about this parking chaos and he parked his van there all week. So this this guy in a van, he's seen that this guy is quite rightly unhappy about the parking chaos yeah. and the van's been like, oh, is it pissing you off, is it? And he's parked in the annoying place on purpose. So it's a week he's not moved it and a week that this poor man who just happens to have a samurai sword, like a lot of people have one, like, and he's going like, Oh, this is making me so fed up. I don't... Oh, that's not where you're supposed to park. Like talking to his wife, going, Gillian, like, this is like, this isn't on, is it? It's not on. And then day seven, he's like... <laughs> and he's like, just gone for him. Like Celtic face paint yeah. on his face. Uh-huh. I don't know exactly, but this guy, I think, is like a real samurai. I wouldn't <laughs> imagine they'd have a samurai sword if he wasn't. All it says is it's a Japanese-style samurai sword. Okay. I don't know if Judge Mark Berry has come up before in one of the Maybe, other stories. Yeah. But Judge Mark Berry said... <laughs> said yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, it's yeah. the same He's fucking guy. I'm going to do it like, get over it, you lost your job at the cafe. It's that, it's that like, attitude guy. <laughs> he was, yeah. Get so, over it. So we, Judge Mark Berry has said that the guy with the samurai sword was a bit of a lad in his younger days, and has been jailed for three years, reduced to 18 months on appeal for drug dealing. He had convictions for harassment and drink driving. He was something of a bad lad when he was younger, Ooh. but he has lived that down. I mean, yeah, Samuel, I saw that. Although he has put a complaint to the council a few times, but it's going nowhere. Everyone knows me in town. Everyone knows him in town. I don't know if that's... Um, what, the guy with the samurai sword? 
You're probably gonna, <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're probably going to know him. Did I tell you about outside my street in London as a guy with a samurai sword? Oh, God. And it, I wasn't there at the time. It was filmed out of my window. Like, my housemate was filming it. About 30 police officers come. And in the video, they all get wheelie bins. And they start ramming him with the wheelie bin. She's like, like, he sees him coming towards the wheelie bin. He's like, nah. Oh, my God. And they're just ramming him with a wheelie bin. The best part of the video is that one, my mate who was filming it, just says something like, Oh man, this guy seems upset about something. What the guy with a samurai sword? But the best thing is a police officer. They've all got like pepper spray out eventually. They're gonna like pepper spray him. One police officer's got the pepper spray. He's holding it the wrong way around. Just oh, pepper no. sprays himself in the face. No. So he goes like, ah, <laughs> and then he's on the floor going, like, oh. oh, and like my mate's filming that, going, he's heaving, he's heaving, like laughing at him. Um, oh God. But yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't know what you think of that. I mean, it's, it sounds like this guy's been pissed off. Oh, he's fed up, isn't he? Yeah. I would describe him at the end of his tether. Mm. Or apoplectic. Yeah, that's a key word for this episode. Write, write Apo- it down. Apoplectic. Six pounds for a pint. What I'm bringing you today is is about a student and his haircut. And there's been there's been controversy. There's been controversy. So um, a school in Hull has banned Jesus Christ no. has banned a little boy from attending until he shaves off his Ronaldo style fringe. Ooh, what are we talking? About? Is it like Ronaldo, the old Ronaldo? It's, well, I've got a picture here. So how would you describe yes. this? So, so it's <laughs> so the shaved head with just the sort of yeah Ronaldo nine. That was well the number nine. Like, yeah. Where he has like, it's almost like a full normal head of like slightly cropped, like slightly it's short like a number, hair. number two, but number yeah, one. But he's maybe. got rid of everything other than this little semicircle at the beginning of his head. Yeah. I, I think that's a funny haircut. It's I'd, a I'd funny love that ha- in school. It's a funny haircut, but this student who's 12, 12 year old boy has been forced to stay out of school <sighs> until he'd shaved off. His Ronaldo haircut. And it's the first time he's ever been in trouble, this little boy. Oh, come on. Little it's not Alfie. like he's been... He's not at the end of his tether. He's yeah. not got a samurai sword. He's just got a lovely little hairstyle because he's inspired. I just don't... I don't see the problem with any haircut at school, really, Unless it's, like, got an offensive word or symbol yeah. shaved in the back of your head. Yeah, I don't understand what the, what the deal is with that, really. But they've banned him. And the students apparently sort of gathered round and were chanting... To save it, but the mum, the <coughs> mum's shit. To save his fringe. <laughs> save the fringe. <laughs> save the fringe. But you would, because you know it's it's, it's how he's expressing himself. Mm. And I think you have to be very careful, don't you, about about that sort of thing? Because where do you draw yeah. the line in sort of self-expression? I once got sent home from school. Um, so in secondary school, I was dating a punk boy who was in the sixth form and one day he did my hair and I have the picture he did my hair in huge spikes but I had very long hair right Mm. and he did it he used wax and hairspray and honestly it looked terrible but he'd done it he'd put he'd put the work in and I was like right I guess this is what I am now I'll go to school like this and it was actually very distracting and it was difficult to get through doors, like in yeah, busy corridors. Just poking them in the rear and ah. the right. Yeah. And do you know what? In that instance, they should have sent me home. They should have, but they didn't. But this is just a lovely little fringe. You didn't get sent home. 
No, I didn't get sent home. Old boy, just with a little semicircle on his head, as it's like a, you know, like um, the little protractors you get in a pencil mm, case. Yeah, it's like he's just stuck one on his forehead. That on. He just popped that on, shaved round it. Yeah, mum, have a go on this, will you? Have a go- <laughs> give me, a, give me a haircut. Yeah, you got a protractor on your head. That's part of it. <laughs> That's part of it, Mum. Don't That's ask any more questions. Shall I get the bull? No, no. Yeah. Just a protractor today, Mum. So all, all his mates fully supported it, but his mum, in the end, shaved it off. Look, there's a it's picture of him there. It doesn't look bad. That doesn't I mean, look bad. Yeah, it, it looks funny. Oh, I don't look at it and go, that kid looks fantastic with that haircut. <laughs> but it, it doesn't look bad. No. And like, I don't look at it and go, like, look at that moron causing trouble. Do you know what? If it was like... I mean, Ronaldo's not like a terrible man, is he? Yeah, that, that Ronaldo. I don't know if there's anything hanging over him. Or I don't know if there's but anything all, hanging over him. But it's not like he's got a Hitler moustache where mm. you're like, that needs to go. He's yeah, got a it, silly little fringe. 12 from years a old, I'd be like, if you can grow a full moustache that you can trim into a Hitler moustache, your hormones are going mad at 12. <laughs> full moustache at 12. I mean, yeah, that'd be bad. Imagine a 12 year old with a one or 12 year old with a moustache, but also a 12 year old with a moustache who also thinks, you know what? I'll shave these two bits off and just go, <laughs> wow. <laughs> this poor boy's had 100% attendance. And it's. And not anymore. Not anymore. They fucked him. West. And it's, a, it's an academy, not a school. And I can't remember what the. What does that mean? I think I feel like it's sponsored by Coca Cola, but I think I've made really? that up. The students they've got, like, representing them on the website, they've all got buy the book haircuts. <laughs> Go fuck yourself, George, with your boring haircut. Christ. So that's what's going on in Hull. You're not allowed, you can't even, not to sound like a taxi driver, but you can't even have a little protractor fringe these days without upsetting somebody. I fully agree. If there's a taxi driver that said that to me, I'd be like, someone's getting a tip. (laughs) Not necessarily him, but someone's someone's getting a tip. I've got a quid in my pocket, it's going somewhere. That's the news. That's the news for for this episode. 20 quid to the first person to give themselves a Ronaldo cut. Yeah. And send a picture to us. I'm happy to fork it out of my own pocket. <laughs> 20 quid for that. Yeah. 20 yeah, quid and a shout out on oh, the podcast. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, send me a picture. I guess send me your address or your bank details. I'll transfer that over to you. And just like your middle name, your mum's maiden name. Just send all that yeah, and we'll... Yeah, yeah. Like long yeah. bank card number, long bank... short ones, stuff like that. <laughs> stuff three, like... Just the three numbers on the back as well, just so that we can definitely verify it's you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So thanks thanks to our guest, Stevie Martin. Subscribe to our Patreon. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, you can subscribe to Apple Podcast subscriptions. You get loads of bonus content. You get ad-free episodes. We're trying to do stuff with our feet. We're still trying to work that out, how we do that all audio-based. And if not, if you're going to really not do that, which is quite rude, mm. then at least join us for the next episode. Oh, sure. Sure. Look, we're not saying you've got to join us on Patreon. Yeah, All got we're saying to. is, I tell you for a fact, it's less than a pack of Sainsbury's Taste of Difference sausages, six sausages. Yeah. Cost more. And that's made of... I, th- bu- I think. That's made of bumholes and eyelids. Hmm. Are we made out of bumholes and eyelids? Sure, well, sure, to an extent. <laughs> Two bumholes, four eyelids. Yeah. <laughs> minimum. That, that's is what your Northern News guarantee. That's your minimum. With guests, that's three bumholes, six eyelids, probably. Yeah. Probably. We probably. Do, we don't know some of the guests who we're booking in the future. We're not going to not book someone just because they've got an eye patch on no bumhole. Some people have two bumholes, yeah. Join us next episode. Yes, please. Thank you, bye. Bye. Hello, everyone. It's Ian Smith here from Northern News, the podcast you are currently listening to. 
And I'm here to tell you that I'm recording my multi-award-nominated solo show, Crushing, on Tuesday the 4th of June at the Pleasance Theatre in London. But I'd love to see some Northern News listeners there. We're recording this show. It's going to live online forever. So the more supportive a crowd, the better. Hope to see you there.